The Big Story from the Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Taking another step towards living with the virus, ministers announce a further easing of COVID-19 rules as we become more resilient against the virus. From Monday, masks will no longer be required. But there are exceptions. If you are a food handler at hawker centres, coffee shops or restaurants, you will still need to wear a mask. Hello, you're watching The Big Story with me, Chiao Su An. Subscribe to The Straits Times channel to stay up to date with our live news updates. Now, starting next week, mask wearing will no longer be compulsory in schools, offices, restaurants and even nightclubs. Only if you're fully vaccinated, of course. After over two years, masks will now be mandatory only in two settings. The first being healthcare facilities, residential care homes and ambulances, as well as indoor premises within hospitals and polyclinics. They will also be required on public transport, such as the MRT, LRT, public buses and indoor facilities such as the boarding areas at bus interchanges and MRT platforms. But according to the Land Transport Authority, masks will not be required on private hire vehicles and taxis, although passengers and drivers are encouraged to keep them on, especially if they feel unwell. Also from Monday, non-fully vaccinated travellers entering Singapore will not be required to undergo a seven-day stay-home notice upon arrival. But they will continue to need a negative pre-departure test taken within two days of departing for Singapore. Meanwhile, non-fully vaccinated long-term pass holders and short-term visitors aged 13 and above will not have to apply for entry approval to enter Singapore from Monday. Associate Professor Alex Cook, Vice Dean of Research at NUS's Sauce Hawk School of Public Health, joins me now. Thanks for joining us, Professor. So the easing of mask-wearing measures has gotten many here in Singapore quite excited. As an expert on infectious diseases, what is your take on it? Should people continue to wear their masks or...? Well, I think obviously we have to keep a mask handy for when we're going in and out of public transport or for visiting hospitals. But in locations where it's not mandatory, it doesn't mean that you cannot wear a mask. It just means that you need not wear one. I would strongly urge that people would still continue to wear a mask if you've got symptoms of a cough or a cold, especially if it's COVID, but even if it's not COVID, if you have to go out and about. Or if any of your family members has got COVID, but even if you don't seem to have symptoms, it's still good to wear a mask when you're interacting with others outside of the family, just in case you're at the early stages of infection. However, for those who don't have any reason to think that they have COVID, because they're not got any symptoms and not got any exposure, I think that we're now at the stage of the pandemic for the damage that someone who is infected and walking about but not yet symptomatic. I think that the risk of damage from them is quite minimal. Um, and so like in my own case, I don't intend to wear a mask indoors unless I am unwell and I'm worried I'm going to infect other people. So along with mask wearing measures, another COVID-19 measure that will ease is our border measures. How do you think the easing of both of these measures will affect the COVID-19 situation here? Do we expect a short-term spike? So I would be quite surprised if the easing of border measures and, and the relaxing of mask restrictions would cause such a spike. The reason why we have the current restrictions at the border on unvaccinated travellers is actually not to stop infections from coming into the country because those who are vaccinated can still get infected. Rather, it's to reduce the number of people coming in who are unvaccinated and at, therefore at greater risk of being hospitalised. And if they do get infected and hospitalised, they would then be taking a precious hospital bed. And during the waves, we're already at quite tight hospital utilisation. Now that the most 
most recent wave has abated because most of us have been infected, then the risk of there being pressure on the healthcare system from infections due to either unvaccinated people coming into the country or from the relaxation of mask wearing is much less of an issue now. So as you mentioned, a majority of people here in Singapore have already gotten COVID-19. But do you have any advice for the people who haven't, especially now as these measures ease? I think the main piece of advice would be that if you've not had the recommended boosters, it's better to get the recommended boosters now before you get infected than to get them afterwards. I think for everyone else who's up to date with their vaccines and their boosters, we're going to expect that there'll be new waves that wax and wane. And to be honest, I think that there's not likely to be any future time that is safer in terms of COVID risk than now. So yes, you should be taking basic low burden precautions like frequent hand washing and so on. Um, but unless you're at a high risk, because of advanced age or because of ill health, it's not clear that there's any kind of long-term benefit now of continuing to take other measures to try to prevent, prevent yourself from getting infected, like wearing masks, for example. So just to reiterate that if you do have a cough or a cold, please do wear a mask to protect other people from getting infected. Thank you for the fantastic advice, Prof. I'll be sure to wear a mask whenever I'm ill. That has been Associate Professor Alex Cook, Vice Dean of Research at NUS's Sosri Hawk School of Public Health.